It's desperately time for us as a Christian American community to get serious about what we believe and what we say that we believe. Good morning, Christian America. 2020, if we've learned nothing from 2020, we've learned that it's that life is very delicate. It's unpredictable. And there are a lot of things that we can't control, but there are some things that we can control. We can control how we act. We can control how we behave. We can control what we believe and the length that we are willing to go to stand up for those beliefs. And if we don't, what lays ahead? What destruction, what confusion, what calamity would befall us individually, befall us collectively, and befall us as a nation if we collectively go down this dark path of unbelief, of having no faith. Let's talk about that this morning as we get ready to get into this week. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort where we are trying to revitalize the Christian American community. We are trying to revitalize those followers of Christ within our nation, within our communities, within our own households. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at an impasse today in 2020. The lessons of 2020, the future lessons of 2020, looking back on this year and just the sheer craziness of it where we've come to 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 experience what we've had to experience whether it be you know all the weather issues hurricanes dual hurricanes fires out of control pandemics global economy collapses massive unemployment massive job losses changes and and just you know, social changes, riots and peaceful protests and burning of communities. It's just been a lot. And the year is not even completely over. And look at all these things that are taking place. What are we going to do as Christian Americans? Who are we going to be? Who are the people that we are going to be? It's time for us collectively to come to a, to a decision point. Right? I believe that we're in a fork in the road as a community, even within the Christian community, specifically in the Christian community. Are we going to stand firm on the values, for the values that we hold dear, that we believe? Are we going to stand strong on Scripture? Are we going to stand strong in our faith in God? Are we going to stand strong in our belief in His Son, Jesus Christ? Are we going to stand strong? Or are we going to fall by the wayside? Are we going to stand strong and, and adhere to the traditions that got us to this great point in humanity? Or are we going to turn our back on God? Are we going to turn our back on the things that got us here? And we forget about the fundamental foundations in which this entire thing is built on. Let's just take equality. One of the 
founding principles, one of the revolutionary ideas of this nation is that all people are created equal. That only is true if we all come from the same source because we don't look equal. There are people that are tall, there are people that are short, there are people that are skinny, there are people that are not so skinny. There are people of different races and, and skin tones and colors, different people with different hair colors. Why would we be equal? It makes no sense to say that we're equal unless we come from the original source. A source that is greater than all of us. A, a source that is wiser than all of us. A source that put this whole thing in motion. Equality is, only exists in today's age because of the realization, the understanding that God created us and that the creator of the world creates each one of us from the moment of conception. Even beforehand, he's prepared a roadmap for our lives. Should we choose him? Should we choose to take it? That is the foundation. That is one of the, the, the pieces that have built what we have built collectively. And we are at a point in, and I believe in humanity, where it seems like we're getting ready to turn our back on God. When we know, if you read scripture, which unbelievers don't, and too many people who call themselves believers don't. If you read scripture, one common theme that you'll keep coming back to is that every time someone turns their back on God, calamity strikes. People die. The enemy charges the gates. They, they become enslaved by the Egyptians, by the Assyrians, by the Babylonians, by the Ottomans, by the Canaanites, by the Philistines. I mean, we go on and on and on. The common theme, the common thread throughout all of that is that they lose faith in God the Creator. They think it that they themselves are the ones that let them achieve whatever they've achieved. And so I want to talk to you briefly. I want to read to you briefly today from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 5. Because if you haven't read Jeremiah, dig into Jeremiah. Jeremiah is one of the Old Testament prophets. And he's been, he's been given this gift of prophecy. And the Lord is talking to him. And he's got nothing nothing really good to say about the future state of Israel because they've become corrupted and Jeremiah is prophesizing hearing the words of the Lord Jeremiah is, is letting people know that these bad things are going to take place they are about to take place if we don't change what we're doing we're too proud. We need to be humble. 
We're too wayward. We need to get right with the Lord. We're too wicked. We need to be righteous. And they're not listening. And so I just want to briefly share with you chapter five of the book of Jeremiah because to, to get you to, to, to understand and hopefully make some sense of what this means for us today. Now it's going to start off and Jeremiah is going to be mentioning Jerusalem, right? The capital of, the, of Israel. But just insert New York, just insert Los Angeles, just insert Washington, D.C., just insert Houston, Texas, just insert, you know, Chicago, just insert Detroit, just insert Charlotte, just insert Atlanta, Atlanta or any other major city. When you think about this passage and see if it doesn't sound familiar to you. So I'd ask you, turn to your Bibles, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 5. It starts off and it says, roam the streets of Jerusalem. Look about and observe. So again, just pick New York City or Los Angeles or Detroit or Charlotte or anywhere else and insert certain a city there roam the streets look about and observe search through her squares to find even one who acts justly and seeks honesty and i will pardon her they say as the lord lives but in fact they swear falsely lord do your eyes not search for honesty you struck them but they did not flinch you laid them low, but they refused correction. They set their faces harder than stone and, and refused to return. I thought these are only the lowly. They behave foolishly, for they do not know the way of the Lord, the justice of their God. Let me go to the leaders and speak with them, for they must know the way of the Lord and the justice of their God. But one and all, they have broken the yoke, torn off the harness. Therefore, lions from the forest slay them. Wolves from the desert ravage them. Leopards keep watch around their city. And all who come out are torn to pieces. For their crimes are many, their rebellions numerous. Why should I pardon you? Your children have forsaken forsaken me they swear by gods that are no gods i fed them but they commit adultery to prostitutes house they throng they are lustful stallions each neighs at another's wife should i not punish them for this oracle of the lord on a nation like this should i not take vengeance Climb her terraces and ravage them. Destroy them completely. Tear away her tendrils. They do not belong to the Lord. For they have openly rebelled against me, both the house of Israel and the house of Judah, oracle of the Lord. They denied the Lord, saying he is nothing. No evil shall come to us. Neither sword nor famine shall we see. The prophets are wind. And the word is not with them. Let it be done to them. Therefore, thus says the Lord, 
the God of hosts, because you have said this, see, I make my words a fire in your mouth and this people the wood that it shall devour. Beware, I will bring against you a nation from far away, O house of Israel, oracle of the Lord, a long-lived nation, an ancient nation of people whose language you do not know, whose speech you cannot understand. Their quivers are like open graves. All of them warriors, they will devour your harvest and your bread, devour your sons and your daughter, devour your sheep and cattle, devour your vines and fig trees with their swords. They will beat you down. With their swords, they will beat down the fortified cities in which you trust. And that was chapter five, an excerpt from Jeremiah chapter five. And I'd ask you to look over the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah foretells the calamity that eventually ensues. I don't know how much of a prophet you have to be to be able to see the wickedness and the turning from God that will eventually lead to destruction and calamity. But the Lord tells Jeremiah this. And we are gracious enough, we are lucky enough, we are blessed enough to have this scripture as a blueprint of what to do and what not to do. As a Christian American community, if we allow this nation, if we allow ourselves, if we allow our family members, those closest to us, our neighbors, those around us, our community members, if we allow us collectively and individually to turn away from God, to be described as in exactly how Jeremiah describes ancient Israel during this time, full of deceit, full of adultery, full of lies, full of hatred, full of malice towards our brothers and sisters. If we let, if we let politics divide us, especially on things that don't matter. And by things that don't matter, I mean that things that are outside the biblical worldview that we have outside of our values, outside of our culture, outside of the foundation of the country that our nation was built on. Those things matter. Everything else doesn't really matter. Everything else is just noise. It's noise meant to divide us. It's noise meant to divide Christian versus Christian, brother versus sister, husband versus wife, mother against father, and parents against children. We, Christians, need to stick to the scripture and compromise in our faith for no one. No one in your household, no one in your workplace, no one in your school, no one, not a single politician, not a single talking head on TV, not a single celebrity, not a single athlete. We need to stand strong in our commitment to our values. We need to stand strong in our commitment as believers in Christ. We need to stand strong in our commitment 
to the foundation of this nation. Because if we don't, Scripture shows us, Jeremiah talks about this, of the calamity and the catastrophe that's inevitably going to ensue. So think about that this week. It's not an upbeat message this morning. It's not uplifting, and I apologize for that. But I won't apologize for speaking on the things that are true. I won't apologize for bringing you unedited scripture. I won't apologize for reading the scripture and bringing God's word to you. I won't apologize for the values that scripture lays out for us, that the values or for the values that I hold most dear, not because I think that I'm so smart, but because I trust in God and the things that he reveals to us are indeed true. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a blessed week this week. Get out there, do good things, seek out good work, seek out people that are in, in need. And if you're one of those people in need, reach out to somebody, let somebody know. This world can be tough at times. And right now is one of those times. Reach out to somebody, talk to somebody. We might, be, we might have to physically distance ourselves, but we should not be socially distancing ourselves. We should not be spiritually distancing ourselves. We need to use this time to build a strong bridge, a strong coalition. You need to be gaining strength, spiritual strength, strength within your community bonds of friendship and brotherhood and sisterhood in love and the love of Christ. That way, when times are tough as they are right now, you have a team on your side and we all have God on our side. And so with that, have a blessed week. We wish nothing but the best of you guys. Do me a favor. Make sure you share this video. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Subscribe and share our content. Again, these messages are being drowned out by the good for nothing messages that are out there. The good news is being drowned out by the good for nothing news. And, it, and we're, we will never be able to beat the algorithms without you pushing and, and commenting and engaging and sharing and having dialogue about the things that truly matter in this country. And those are biblical values. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed week. You guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.